Welcome to We Are York, a podcast designed to dive into who we are as a community. My name is Stephen Postier, and I'll be interviewing various business owners, service club members, nonprofit directors, and other people from around York County, Nebraska. My goal is to find our why. Why York County, and why do people choose to call York home? This podcast is sponsored by Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. So I ask you to listen in on each episode as we discover another story about someone's why. Welcome to this week's episode of We Are York. I'm Stephen Postier, your host. I'm here today with Max Lichty, owner of Lichty's TV Appliance and Furniture Center here in York. Um, a staple here in the community, I'd say. You guys have been around for quite a while in the area. I know you started uh, your business back in 1965 and then moved to York. 1982. 1982. Well, I want to welcome you to the show and appreciate you for uh, sitting down and talking a little bit about your business. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, in 1965, May of 65, nobody would hire my brother in electronics repair of televisions because color TV was brand new. And so they said, get a year's experience. So my brother and I decided to start our own uh, uh, TV store in Bruning in 65. And then the next year, a dealer had appliances and wanted to retire and promised us he wouldn't be our competitor for a year if we would buy him out, which he didn't have much left, and we bought him out, and I think the next day he moved to Missouri and he never had any intentions. <laughs> then in 82, things were tougher than a cob, and so I came to York as a grocery store on the south side of the courthouse square that was available, and I went to the bank and asked for 15,000 on unsecured signature note. They did tell me they didn't need me in York, and I assured them they did, and I told them why. And so in 1982, they gave me a unsecured signature note for $15,000. Yeah, quite the storied start, you know, working with your brother, starting a business from scratch, and I'm sure that was a learning curve, just figuring out, you know, the ins and outs uh, back, especially back in 1965 of, you know, how do you, how do you run a business and grow it as you've done? I'm sure, do you happen to remember when the first time you uh, hired employees? Yes, I remember that, and I also remember the first service call that ever went on, because I was born and raised on the farm, so therefore I was not exposed to the public that terribly much, and so that's a whole different learning yeah. curve in its own. Oh, I'm sure. When was the first time you had employees, or at what point did you guys decide that you needed to uh, hire additional help? The, the second year, 1966, when we moved to Geneva, then we needed okay. to have a full-time employees. We had some part-timers just set in the store when we would go out on service calls gotcha. in Bruning. Okay, so you've had employees for quite a while and know the ups and downs that go with that, I'm sure. That's right. exactly right, yeah, seen so. a lot of different experiences there. Yeah, well, say so now your son Darren's joined you as well, um, been here a number of years, as I understand. Um, can you talk a little bit about that experience of bringing your son back into the business and uh, working with him? Well, that's a very, very tough situation into the fact that Naturally, I started when I was 20 years old, so I'm a control freak. <laughs> and it's awful hard to turn over the controls to somebody else because I'm a hands-on person. And also then it can create some problems on delegating or letting the authority go to, to your son or to a family member. So that can be a real struggle. Sure, sure. yeah, just like imagine a lot of family businesses, that's, that's an issue everybody has to deal with and work their way through as a family. and deal with that balance of, you know, you got your business relationship and a family relationship at the same time. 
That's exactly right. And there's, like I've always said, there's two different roads getting into the same city. Yeah. But we want to take one, they want to take the other, and not necessarily is one right and the other and wrong, but yep. it is a difference. Oh, very much so. As far as the store itself, you guys have had a, a an interesting, besides just the growth um, coming to York, you also had a fire, as I understand, back in 2006. It's been 13 years ago now um, from that location on the square. Uh, you know, talk a little bit about the experience. Uh, I just saw at York News Times that they put uh, uh, just had some articles about the pictures from from back then. Yes, that was quite an experience. I was actually in Kansas City at the time. The fire was at October 20th at 12.05 in the afternoon. And to make you smile, if there is such a thing, I got a phone call that the store was on fire, that they thought they was going to be able to save it and put it out. Well, then I got a call that they was not going to be able to save the store. It was burning through the roof. And so at 4.19 in the afternoon, I said, oh my gosh, Friday afternoon, 419, losing all my telephone lines. So I called the telephone company real quick because I knew I had about nine minutes to get this done or they'd be going home, or 11 minutes, I guess mm -hmm. it would be. And the lady was very, very helpful and came back and says, there, we got all your phone lines changed over to your cell phone and Max, you have a good day. I said, ma'am, if that isn't interesting, I just told you I'm losing everything I have in 40-some years of business, everything's burning up, and you're telling me to have a good day. So it was a long trip back from Kansas City oh, to I home. Can't even imagine, yeah, being that far away and having that call, that phone call to, to hear from, but um, I'm sure your mind was all over the place on that drive back. That it was, but uh, a beautiful thing, if you can ever say uh, there's a silver lining in a fire, I didn't have to die to find out that I had a lot of friends. Yeah. And that is so important, you know, that to have that people praying for you. One guy mm -hmm. stopped his tractor and when he saw the smoke he turned on a radio and stopped and prayed for me right then and there. So that's, that means an awful lot. That's great. Being part of a community that knows you and values you and your business, that's a huge part. Well, even just looking at those pictures, there were a lot of people just, it looked like came by and helped the firemen or doing what they could to really help put the fire out and do what they could and really rallied around uh, the whole ordeal. Yeah, you are so very correct. There were seven fire departments there at that time. Grand Island brought their ladder truck and so did David City and naturally York and there were <laughs> seven fire departments. In fact, a guy from Grand Island just brought me pictures in the Carney's fire department uh, museum and pictures of the fire at the store. They took pictures of that and brought it to me the, just the other day. Huh. The, uh, well, and then you guys were able to open up in the, your current location here over on uh, South Grant and Nobes. Um, shortly thereafter, you were able to, to get up and going in this location. Um, how's it been at this lo location here? Well, it was very, very good. It's been, been a good move. It's always hard naturally changing, starting over with a lot of that is awfully hard and and the public was so very, very supportive of us and we've grown a lot. We Like right now, we're in Hastings on a house full of deliveries and we get to Gretna, so we get out of quite a ways up towards Columbus, Belleville, Kansas, so the, the move is very good coming to York and that's why we did come to York because of the fact that the draw to a bigger town is so very, very important and they come to a, a sm bigger town more easily. So you were looking at the location um, with the interstate and the highway and just wanting to grow your business and saw York as that target 
opportunity? Yeah, I used to pin my sails where they were at and was getting very little out of York and York I didn't have but a couple of strong appliance stores and the others were going out of business and so therefore that's how we picked that because some of the major brands were not being represented at that time. Gotcha. So I know here uh, you've got a large parking lot though I see I live over here near near your store and see quite a few um, different groups I mean, your neighbors has their produce stand in your parking lot it looks like I think it's at the senior club uh, parks their bus or loads of people there um, you guys put up your parking lot for the chamber um, farmers market last last year two years ago whenever that was um, you guys do a lot just even utilizing your building and space for the community yes that's exactly right like the fun club let them uh, club, donate yes. the parking to them and and neighbors rents a space so does call valley it works out very well for them and it, and it gives a little additional income for us and we have other places starting to look into wanting to join us out here because this is a very good corner sure here. sure and i know you guys have some new construction going on uh to the east there new apartment complex so we'll see how that uh if that affects anything here or not but It'll be a nice addition to the community overall, I think. That's right, yes, it is. And York is a very, very good draw community. That's that's why York is such an important place for us to be because we draw, as I had said, from a mm -hmm. large area, and York has good businesses to attract mm -hmm. people. Well, say, because you guys reach out, like you said, quite a ways, because like, I understand you uh, supply a lot of the appliances for the University of Nebraska. That's right, yeah. The, Football field, skyboxes, new ones, the Pinnacle Bank Arena, the Bobby Vanny Center. We put all the appliances in those new skyboxes. Soccer field, we put all the TVs in their soccer field, and we put in 135, I think it is, TVs in the football field. So a lot of the TVs you see were ours. It's cool to be a part of that. It's you know, it's not just the city of York. You're involved in pretty much across the state with a lot of stuff. Yeah, and we seem to be well known for donations because one day we had four people ask for a donation before we had a customer. Oh. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, part of being in a community, you just, you know, you're known for service. I know you used to be a Rotarian. Your son is now um, part of the Rotary Club here in York. And um, talk a little bit about what you see the value of community service and giving back. Well, I think the community service and giving back is so very important, and it also helps the individual that has joined, like Darren or myself when I was in Rotary, and not just saying Rotary, whether it be Lions Club or what the sure. K-Wise, whatever the club is, but the camaraderie is so very important. And also, you learn new things from other people that you get to talk to. Oh yeah, I agree. It's, it's a huge value, and especially in this day and age with you know, the rise of social media and smartphones and just people are talking more on there. They don't have that time where they can get together every week and have a meal and socialize and network face to face. And something you just mentioned, social media. Now I'm still a firm believer of little newspaper, little radio and television, a blend of those three. Mm -hmm. our, our big people are coming from uh, Sacramento, California, our big buying group, and they push us to go 100% with website. No. And not everybody is a website person. Now, it's very good to get the knowledge, but it's not necessarily very good. At the end, you've got to have a little bit of a blend because mm -hmm. we just had people in from Grand Island. Never even thought about the local dealer because he almost does strictly website. He <laughs> doesn't get into newspaper or radio and TV. 
like I have a picture here of my granddaughters when they were probably five years old and seven that right on up they've done our ads for us and that has been a very successful campaign because it shows people that we care personally mm. as a family it's not just out here to make money sure. and so therefore people have actually sent me letters told me how they enjoyed watching not a customer but I enjoyed seeing you but then that leads into the thought that people think oh yeah you own your own business you're rich well no you aren't rich if you go figure your hours out you're right. not rich the time you put in but it's such a joy it's like my brother said when he quit business he said that he uh, managed Platte Valley after he left the store in 1990 how he misses his customers and the salesmen mm -hmm. because you're, you're of a family with them too sure sure you guys have a, a large Facebook page um, so if you guys are listening I encourage you to go follow them on there check out the website stop in at the store as well to see what the any sales or deals they've got going on you guys have been a part of the like we talked about the York community for quite a while um, is there anything that you guys um, or that you personally would like to see changed or improved here to make York an even better community I think York is a very uh, good community. It's very uh, getting the ball rolling, shall we say. The one thing I w am hoping we can get to be more of a part of the Chamber of Commerce, that uh, more of the decision-making of events and all that. That When I was the president of the Geneva Chamber, I had Bob Duvani down to speak, and I also had Bryce Nydig from Madison, who was the head of the Farm Bureau Services, and so now it's awfully hard just to sit back and read what we're going to have for different events when you were moving to shaker, if I can use the term. And speaking of mover and shaker, reminds me into the service side. My wife was due in on July 4th, and in June a customer's air conditioner quit, so I'm taking you back to around 1974, someplace in there. And I pulled my air conditioner out of our window in our living room on June when she was due July 4th and gave it to our customer whose theirs had quit. Now my marriage probably wouldn't support <laughs> that, but that's how important service is to me. And that's, anybody can tell you this, but they don't all care about you after that. Sure, and we do. through and yeah. That's right. Hmm. So is there, uh, what's been your favorite part about being part of the York community? I think that my favorite part about being part of the community would be the camaraderie with customers and with the different people of the community. Gotcha. Okay. Um, is there any common misconception that you see, whether it's customers or people in general, that have about your store? Um, not, not personally, but I do think the misconception is one of uh, two things. One is they think you're rich being you own your own business, which that sure. naturally is not the case. But then number two, also, I think that with the customers that they are uh, expecting more, more uh, from a person than they ever used to. All right. Well, um, I appreciate you sitting down and talking. Is there anything that we haven't talked, any issues or thoughts you wanted to add? No, I want to thank you, Stephen, for taking your time to go around to the different business and get their dog and pony show, if I can call it that. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I enjoy getting to, to meet people and talk to people and catch up in their businesses. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff, um, a lot of great businesses here in this community and um, from ones that have been around for years like you have to ones that have just started up. And um, I'm encouraged to to see the support that everybody has for this town. Yeah, and I think something you just mentioned is so true. A lot of people don't realize what all York does have to offer in the 
blend of the different businesses. Mm -hmm. So, well, thank you, Max, and uh, appreciate you sitting down and uh, talking on the podcast here. Thank you very much for taking your time, Stephen. It's good to get to know you. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to hear others, check out our website, hendersonstatebank.net backslash podcast. You can subscribe to be one of the first people to hear the latest We Are York episodes. We're listed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow Henderson State Bank on Facebook for new information or to send me a message if you've got a business in the community you'd like to hear more about. I'm Stephen Postier. Thank you for listening to We Are York. Until next time. Music